Welcome to Alley All Ears, a podcast from Houston's Alley Theater. Alley All Ears features interviews with directors and designers, playwright Q&As, sneak peeks, behind-the-scenes information, and more. Next up, Alley's Summer Chills, featuring original ghost stories written by our resident acting company and well-known tales by your favorite mystery writers. Now sit back, relax, and chill out with Alley All Ears, from our home to yours. There's a thing in the theater called a ghost light. You may have heard of it. A bare bulb on a post that stands on a deserted stage that keeps those who enter the deep darkness of a theater safe. Theaters are created to block out natural light, so it makes sense to have this safety light. But why ghost? It's kind of a shorthand for all theater artists and followers alike. A symbol of the holy mystery in the act of theater and the space in which it happens. It is a literal and also metaphorical beacon in a vast darkness. Even a 99-seat theater feels giant and unforgiving in the pitch black. People interpret the term differently. Light-hearted nuts think it's a ghost light because it leaves a little light for the spirits that haunt the theater, with the understanding that every theater should have a Casper-level, friendly ghost around. Those with darker inclinations would argue that you need that little light to keep the ghosts away. Though the spirits wouldn't have far to travel within the space to find total blackness to hide away in. What is it about ghosts and theater? I'm sure theater folk are superstitious, perhaps more so than the average person. And a familiarity with parallel realities is where our bread is buttered. So we embrace the unknown, laugh at it, build a superstition and a set of odd rituals and habits that change with each play or character we take on. But I ask again, why ghosts? And wouldn't any house then expect the same, any building? Is it Shakespeare's skill, yet again on display even 400 years after he wrote them, that plays like Hamlet or Macbeth loom so large that ghosts and theater are intertwined? Or is it something more? Have we ignored or denied recognizing that what we do carries some mystical power? Perhaps the ghosts are not the residue of someone that once walked the earth, but rather a created energy, a buildup of the spirits created each time we essay a new role. If you work day in and day out in the same theater, how many of those spirits have you summoned that are now hiding in dark nooks and crannies where the ghost light cannot reach? The Alley Theater, the space I work in, was built in 1968 and then gutted and renovated in 2014 and 15, as you may recall. Now, each of us felt differently about the space before and after the renovation, but one thing that all of us old-timers agreed upon was the sense of disorientation upon moving into the new space. Spaces previously unknown or unused were captured and put to use. Being in a dressing room now was similar, but still different than before. People were walking out 
the wrong way after exiting their rooms and heading to entrances on stage. Knocks on dressing room doors or voices through the vents would often turn out to be oral hallucinations. The basement, formerly a dusty, quiet spot for prop storage, now held dressing rooms, warm-up areas, and light. And yet sometimes it all still feels kind of like an illusion to me, strange as it is to say. Backstage, in the dark, the uneasiness can be intensified. So one night, I was standing backstage in the dark, very early for my entrance, as is my usual habit, but so I was all alone. Now, this particular entrance was from the second floor of a set, so I had made my way up what we call escape stairs behind the set that led to the second level. So I can immediately start walking down the steps of the set in full view of the audience. For a moment, I was struck by one of those moments where I felt the old theater and the new at the same time. Where was this spot before, I thought, did it even exist? Or is it some weird liminal zone rarely occupied by a person in the 50-year history of the building? I was thinking, where am I? When I felt a colder draft than I have ever noticed, followed by a quick blast of hot on my neck that I couldn't pinpoint. Did it come from my own body heat or breath on my neck from someone behind me? Before I knew what was happening, I felt a hand pushing me too hard onto the top stair of the set. I lost my balance with the odd shock and was as close as I have ever been to tumbling down the long flight of stairs. Another strange things have happened that I I just can't explain. One night doing a play um, in the great hall of an English manor house, you know, it was an immaculately conceived design. I turned and walked upstage during one of the large group scenes and there, staring at me from the mirror in the set's alcove was like a dark blur or movement that looked like a face. Gasping, I turned immediately toward the audience as my fellow actors were continuing the scene downstage. None of them had noticed. As the show went on, I avoided going anywhere near that mirror with my body or even my gaze. I was too superstitious to test whether I would see that blur again. And that night, I stayed late after the show because to read through a script at my makeup table in my dressing room, everyone else had probably gone home and I knew that I would not have any distractions so I could just focus on the script in my hand. When I finished the last page, I glanced up and I thought I saw movement or a blur in the huge mirror in front of me on my dressing table. My surprise was interrupted by a knock on the door. Come in, I yelled reflexively as I have a thousand times before, but even as the words passed my lips, I knew no one else should be in the building this late. 
The door stayed closed in response to my command. Come in? I said again. Again, nothing. I slipped the script I'd been reading into my bag. I grabbed my keys. Then I heard a light knock or rattle at the door. Enough, I thought. I stood up and I pulled open the heavy door onto the empty hallway. And as the emptiness registered, I felt the chill followed by the heat that I had felt at the top of the stairs before. With my bag and my keys already in my hand, I flicked off the light switch. I let the door swing shut behind me as I walked quickly down the hall toward the exit door. Now, all the monitors of the stage that lined the hallway were dark and everything was quiet. As I passed the corridor to the stage, I glanced in to see that the ghost light had gone out. The stage and the seats were in complete darkness. And I thought back to the words that I had just called out to the rattle at the dressing room door. Come in. I had given the invitation. I invited them in. Tomorrow I would be back to the theater and most of the days after I knew, but I knew things would be different. I knew that I would be seeing and feeling more from this mysterious force in the days and weeks and years to come. And I have. Thank you for listening to Ali Al Ears. Visit our website at www.alitheater.org for more chills 